the armour we wear, a demand to obey, a description to observe, stand. We looked at that last week, stand, and looked at different people that stood, having done all to stand. And so we look now at the first piece of armour here, <clears throat> and provisions for our security in the battle. They are all described here in a little detail, Ephesians. Chapter 6, you've got your little outline there and um, you follow on as we go through. <clears throat> we first of all, well let's read the bit from verse 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armour of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith, with which ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Let's pray. Thank you Heavenly Father for the instructions given here for each of us. May we be uh, putting on these pieces of armour Lord for protection against the onslaughts of the enemy and that we might take a stand and stand not moving from where we know Lord, what we know and who we know to be the truth. Lord let us take that stand for our life, Lord, and not buckle under the pressure of persecution and other things that come our way. Bless the study tonight. Bless the people that have come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> so, the scriptures that we sow, as we, we find in, this, in verse 14, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. <clears throat> Which piece of armour of all the pieces of armour here held it all together? Which one do you think it might have been? The belt of truth. It's what, what everything hung on or was attached to. And so this was the most important. And when we think of what it's talking about, it is, isn't it? Truth. What is truth? You know, Pilate will forever know him for that. What is truth? Even he was frustrated in his life as a ruler, saying, you know, what is truth? Well, <clears throat> the Roman soldier's belt and girdle held in place his armour and protected his lower body. <coughs> um, when he run, he'd pull up his tunic or whatever they, I dare not call it a dress, <laughs> and hitch it up so he could, his legs wouldn't be hindered and trip over. The, the tunic hanging down. Um, we need truth's protection so that we can sow the good seed of the word of God. Remember in Israel in their days when they were declining and they were about to go into captivity, what was in short supply? Truth. They wandered all over to find someone that preached the truth. What is the actual phrase? Is a phrase that in Old Testament phrase about that very thing. It won't come to mind, but I know it's there. 
scarce, yeah, scarce in those days. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, can we find out? Look, scarce up, <laughs> and you, you then come up with that verse. But it, it, it's something that in the last days that we're living in, that truth has become a rarity, a scarcity, something that you you preach the word, you'll offend people. Why? Because people are sinners, <laughs> and that's what we need. We need to be offended with the truth, that we might rectify and walk in the path of truth. God doesn't like a lie. Liars, whoremongers, all those in hell for eternity. But God wants people to love the truth, to believe the truth. And the old apostle John, when he was writing Third John, said, I have no greater joy than to hear that my people walk in truth, in truth. And it's no greater joy for a, a pastor who's true to the word to hear that people walk in truth, that take a stand against evil things. It's better for you to do it of your own initiative, well, when the Holy Spirit convicts you to walk in the truth of the word of God than to be preached at, to be made to, you know, hit over the head to, well, you know, now I believe it. No, that's, preaching has its purposes, but we need to be willingly looking for the truth. And desiring and have this this truth about us, this belt of truth, um, <clears throat> and we can then share the truth, can't we? And the Lord Jesus talked about the the good seed of the Word of God, which is the truth. And uh, in Matthew thirteen, he spoke about the parable of the seed and the sower. And the good seed is the Word of God, the truth. He, he likened good seed or truth to wheat as compared with tares in Matthew thirteen twenty four in one another parable in those parables of the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. And another one in Matthew thirteen thirty three, the leaven and in the meal. There was a leaven which is false and error, and then there's a good the good meal, which it is corrupting. Uh, <clears throat> there's the good and the bad fish so there's evil there's right and wrong and they're all in Matthew 13 in those parables there truth is vital when many times we say we might say thus saith the Lord but is it the Lord saying it or is it what we've thought if it's what we've thought we maybe should put an attachment that's what I said <laughs> know what the Bible said and so when we're expressing our own opinions, we can misrepresent the truth. John 3, 6 says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. If it's carnal, it's carnal. If it's not God's word, it's not God's word. <laughs> God's word is truth. Uh, <clears throat> we need to get our direction, our beliefs from it. First Corinthians chapter 2, let's turn to that. First Corinthians chapter 2. <laughs> and verses 4 and 5 and my speech this is Paul saying and my speech and my preaching were not with enticing words of man's wisdom so it wasn't he that thought it he didn't dream it up it wasn't my wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in what? The power of God. That's where we need to 
anchor ourselves in the word of God and the wisdom of God that comes from the word of God, the power of God. Um, <clears throat> we know, and we've looked at it, who is the father of lies? The devil. Who's the father of truth then? <laughs> and the Lord, yes, God is. Chapter 8 of John's Gospel in verse 44. It's something that John went on about in his Gospels too. Truth, truth, truth. And when he wrote the epistles, it's colour it in and just see how the page is full of the thought of the word truth. John 8, 44. <clears throat> we read, Ye are of your father the devil, the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer for the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own he is a liar and the father of it because i tell you the truth ye believe me not which of you convinceth me of sin and if i say the truth why do you not believe me it's the same today isn't it why do people not believe what jesus has said it's the truth they just don't want to acknowledge that their sinners and needs needed God to sustain them. They're full of pride. Let's go back to verse 32 of the same chapter. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The liberty we have in the Lord Jesus Christ, because he is truth. Chapter 14 of John's Gospel and verse 6. <coughs> 14 and verse 6, Jesus, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And verse 17 of the same chapter, even, so, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. They're debating the abortion thing. Did they, did they still going? I don't know if they're still going. They were doing it earlier today in the New South Wales Parliament. They want droughts? Vote for it. They want famine? In a country, vote for it. I know, and it's pretty obvious what's going on. And we're not Israel, but we're a nation, and the nations that forget God, he'll do it. You know, it's sad, isn't it, that we have to live. We, we could pray, Lord, what, like, like um, Abraham prayed when Lot was down Sodom. Lord, will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? There are some righteous people. In our country, there are some righteous farmers out there. And will they suffer the effects? I'm sure, you know, Jeremiah did, Isaiah did, Ezekiel did, Daniel did. They had to go through it with the wickedness that was around them and God's judgment on the sin of the nation. And it's because you listen to the news, you say, well, the Bible says. And if you said that in our society today, <laughs> you'd be howled down draconian or something they use <laughs> old-fashioned a phobia of some sort you'd be get, you'd be named with yeah you know, i'm well out of touch <laughs> he did he say okay we're all out of touch those that believe the bible out of touch well he's a, at least we're in the truth <laughs> and we don't need to go get in touch with the modern way things are done praise god for the truth even in our generation, with all the technology, we still have the truth. And it's more available than anywhere. I wonder if in China you can use a phone to look up a Bible. 
because yeah, they, they say that China hasn't got any people, you know, one in 10 Christians have got a Bible in China. I just read that today in the Bible Society thing. But have they got a phone? We'll have to ask Mr Short, who's been over there. <laughs> It'd be interesting to know because they have access to it. If that's the if that's the case, <coughs> I I can I can believe one day yeah, limited probably. But I can believe that one day, Christians won't be allowed to put up the truth. We won't be able to do and allowed to do what we're doing, stream stuff because it's they say it's hate speech. Now, it's just saying what God said. <laughs> he said, yeah, because they hate it. <laughs> no, they just don't like being told the truth. You know, our country is in great need of people girt about with a belt of truth. Chapter 15, verse 26, did I give that? We'll go in there. When the comforter has come, whom I will send unto you, whom from the Father, even the Spirit of truth. He, he, with your spirit, when you read the word of God, you say, Amen. <laughs> That's truth. You know, he, he resonates with our spirit if we love the truth. And, and you know, particularly when, we're, when you're younger and you're discovering the Bible and the truths of the word of God, and, oh, look at that, you know. And you, the truth is there, and it's wonderful to get that. In verse 13 of chapter 16, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Truth. 17, verse 17, it says, Sanctify them through thy, thy truth. Thy word is truth. There we go. What is truth, Pilate said? We can say, thy word is truth. They go on about this and the other and 40,000 years ago and when, you know, the certain date, certain, if I said 40,000 years in our country, what do you immediately think of? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and immediately you as a Christian say, no, false, not 40,000 years, no longer than 6,000 years and a lot shorter than that too take off 1600 because of the flood they weren't no one was here after the flood if they were here before they may have but you, you just work it out truth is that and if you said well we've only been here for four and a half at the most thousand years somebody in australia you just you're mad yeah but it's the truth god made everything and he made it in six days, didn't he? With a morning and an evening. Sun up, sun down. And, and that's the truth of the matter. <clears throat> uh, isn't it good to have the liberty to know the truth? <laughs> the truth has set us free. Chapter 18 of, and verse 37. Pilate, oh, this is where Pilate said, Art thou the king? And Jesus answered, Thou sayest, I am king. To this end was I born. <coughs> And for this cause came I into the world, that I should be, bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate said unto him, what is truth? <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> Why aren't you listening? <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
hearing but don't hear, seeing but don't see, just like the Jewish people. So <clears throat> your and our, my choice is to follow the truth. Truth saves. Truth sanctifies. Second Thessalonians 2.13. Truth separates. Galatians 4.16. Truth establishes us. Established and strengthened. And there's another rest in that verse in Peter. Established, strengthened. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it does that for us. It gives us surety. First John 3.19. And um, <clears throat> as I mentioned earlier, in 1st, 2nd and 3rd John, he spoke about the truth and rejoiced that his beloved brethren had the truth and walked in the truth. For I rejoice greatly in verse 3 of 3rd John when, thy bre the, when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee. Even as thou walkest in truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. <laughs> I think you get the message. <clears throat> and in verse 8 of 3 John, we therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers of the truth. That is, saints that are preaching the word of God truthfully, we ought to be supporting them. Uh, <clears throat> what, will it, what will God say when we get to heaven? <laughs> Did you believe the truth? Why do people want to twist and, as Peter said, rest the scriptures to mean something that they don't mean? Because the Bible is the truth. Uh, <clears throat> We must wear the belt of truth, the whole truth. And what do they say in the court? And nothing but the truth. <laughs> we must preach the truth, not the opinions of a person. We must sow the truth in the world. It's the scriptures that gives life and liberty. Lies will damn us to hell and are. Our, our whole world, it almost, uh, are being damned by the lies of evolution by the lies of men who have not got the truth, by people who are Satan's adversaries in pulpits everywhere. And they're going to reap what they sow, and it's the, called the tribulation. <coughs> have you? I don't know. Maybe it's just me growing old. But do you sense things are not going real good in the world? <laughs> just nothing's going right, it seems. <laughs> Morally, it's gone downhill. Militarily, there's, everything's like ready to go bang, <laughs> like a firecracker. Aren't we supposed to be evolving? Getting better, yeah. <laughs> Let us to ourselves and we'll blow us ourselves up and there should no flesh be left on earth. That's, you know, it's, like, it's a bit like Brother Dunn was sharing with me the other day. He had a, a big yellow box tree and... Uh, he used to, you used to be able to get Jellic Knight off the shelf almost. And um, I don't know how he, he put a heap of sticks under there of Jellic Knight. From my memory, they were that long and they were about that round. And they were like wax. That's what they felt like. But he, he put them all under the tree and lit the fuse and waited and waited and waited. And then, and then what do you think? Should I go over there or shouldn't I? <laughs> Because, because you, you don't know, it just could go off when you just get there. But it didn't, he got there and <clears throat> that's what it's like with the world. It's, it's sort of waiting, what's going to happen next? What's going to go on? What country is going to arise now? Trouble in India, 
with the, the population almost the size of, is it beat China already? And, and China and the trade wars between America and you can see the reasons for some of these things happening. But God's got a plan behind it all, hasn't he? And so we don't have to worry <laughs> about it. But the world, unsaved people, haven't got a purpose for living when they see all this going so bad. They say, what? why? <laughs> and it's just man at the helm, running it, lying. It's devil behind it, really. And he's not a man of uh, an individual of truth. Um, <clears throat> compromise will cost casualties. Compromise will cause carnality. <clears throat> May God multiply the truth that we sow in our lives through our testimony and through the witness that we give in our community. The next item that we have is for putting on the next part of the armament is the sanctity that we show. What is it? The breastplate of righteousness. If we go there, we'll be another 20 minutes. So we'll leave that one for next week. But go away with the belt of truth. Hang everything from it. Everything you do. The war you fight. The sword you've got. The truth. And where are you going to find the truth? In the word of God. Not in your opinion of men. I've listened, read, and seen articles of people. And you start reading it and say, wait a minute. Where's he getting what he believes from? How did he come to that? And what they do, they cherry pick verses out of its context. And, and taken out of its context, it becomes a pretext to build a heresy or a false doctrine upon. And um, <clears throat> yes, we can make application of the word, the, tr the truth, but there is one only interpretation of it. And um, I major on the interpretation. It's more of a teacher, isn't it? <laughs> Evangelists will go on the application. And so, yeah, and you can get a lot of that out of it. And you have to be careful where your imagination goes when you start doing, start doing that. But just let the truth speak for itself. I'm glad God's given it to us. Uh, where, we, where would we be, be without the truth of God? Lost and headed to eternal punishment. And you look at, na you look at nations that, that haven't had the word of God. Look, look at the mess they're in. They can't govern themselves. They can't make right decisions. They haven't got a constitution that's based on, on Bible truths and principles. And, it, 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 and you, yeah, killing each other. They murder each other. The husband dies. The wife gets buried alive with it. Yeah, crazy things. And worshipping all these idols. <clears throat> Who was it the other day I was talking to? Gave testimony. Kalpana, that's right. She said when she was young, she saw <clears throat> her relatives and family worshipping things that are made of wood and that. And she just, God was working in her heart way back when she was a child and said, That doesn't help. They made them and then they'd sit bow down before them. Isn't that what the, Bible, the truth says uh, of, of Israel? And how did Solomon... I, I've got a question to ask the Lord when we get to heaven. If Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived, why did he marry a thousand wives or whatever, all added up? 
Why did he go down that path of allowing his wives to build wooden and stone idols in Israel? Why did he allow them to, his children, burnt their children, their firstborn alive in the arms of Moloch? I don't know. Maybe he was wise when the Lord said it and he, he went off track because we all can. He did. He stood. You run well, Paul said to the Galatians. Who did hinder you? What hindered you? That's a question that, you know, I read it in the thing. And he did really admit it in Ecclesiastics, didn't he? What did he say? He said, oh, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Yeah, because you lived not according to the truth. 